Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Dorian. And this is Nice and How you doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome bike. We we'll here for season it. two. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, this feels like it's been forever. How have you been, Miss MVP? Well, you know, a little this, a little that. Little dabble it is, little dabble of that. What about you? That sounds very, very particular. You had a um, had a busy uh, <laughs> summer. <laughs> what do you mean? That sounds very particular. That was being very sarcastic. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little dabble, a little dip, a little dabble of this, dabble of that. Yeah, that's that sounds very, you know, those who indiscreet. Know, those who know, know. Those who don't, no wonder. <laughs> Find your place and get in. It. <laughs> All I gotta say, I like uh, that. Anyway, you had a busy summer. Yes, yes, I had a busy <laughs> summer, and it just feels like it's still going. Um, between traveling to get my daughters and military duties, and then traveling again. Yeah, I've been on the move to say the least. Yeah, I've been um, stay stationary this summer. Well, lucky you. Uh, by choice and by force, kind of. Um, you know, COVID. Right. I'm a small germaphobe anyway, so. That's true. I don't do a whole lot of mm going on germs. <laughs> so, we kind of stayed it at home a little bit. But, you know, kids are back in school now, so. Double the fun. Triple even, the fun. I don't even want to get. School has not been the best experience. Starting off this year has not been the best experience just from getting my daughter transferred. And then once she got transferred, the school not recognizing that she was actually in the school. And then once I went to um, once I called them to try to figure out what was going on, they was like, oh, yeah, she's in the system. She just got in today. By the way, there's a, a meet and greet tomorrow. Gee, yeah. thanks for getting that information at the last minute. I blame that shit on you. Because you had all summer to do that. So, but that's, that's, you know. How can you blame it on me? Okay. Before you even try to blame it on me, let me just go through the whole situation. So, two weeks after my daughters get here, I register her in the Mobile County School System. Let me tell everybody my business. Ain't nobody telling your business. I'm telling mine. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So anyway, I get I two weeks after after we get her here, I register in the school system. I didn't get an email back from the school system until August. Well, I figured that she would need to be in the school system itself. So no. Then once they came back and told me, then that's when I got with the school. And then that's when they told me, oh, yeah, there's a meet and greet. And then even after the meet and greet and after getting everything, mm-hmm. um, it still took almost a week. Excuse me. For her to actually mm-hmm. have classes and start classes and everything else. But that wasn't anything on my end. That was just their uh, the transfer system and everything else. So that's, that's what the school told me. But, yeah, it just wasn't fun when first day of school, you you know, you ask your child, how, how was it? And. Only thing they say it was boring because they sat in one classroom because they didn't have a schedule, and then they hear that the next day and the next day and the next. It's not fun. 
Sound like first world problems. <laughs> these children these days are, are semi entitled, and they figure that everything got to be moving just because they are bored. Man, no, listen, no, they could. These kids these days couldn't handle seven classes. Eight classes. They only had, you know, three and four. The block scheduling, yeah. Block scheduling. But they couldn't handle first period, second period, third period, fourth period, fifth period, sixth period, seventh period, eighth period, first lunch weight, second lunch weight, third lunch weight, fourth lunch weight. They couldn't handle that. You don't think so? No. I think some of them could because of how quickly that they move through things. So I think they would be fine with moving through. These motherfuckers forget things from going upstairs to downstairs. You think they're going to be able to move from one no, place to No, no, no. Let's get it right. I mean to call them motherfuckers. No, I don't care if you call them motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm saying that kids, yeah, they have a tendency to forget stuff, but they only forget. They don't forget what's important to them. They may forget certain things, but they don't forget what's important to them. Of course not. Guarantee you that that phone going to be around or that iPad going to be right there by their side whatever doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they, they only go for what's important to them. There's, that was the biggest uh, thing I had to go with my oldest daughter, too, which, um, yeah, was definitely not fun. What? No, just trying to deal with a 17-year-old teenager during the summer. Oh. It's just, it's just not the best experience. And that thing that um that uh you know they'll get over it. Yeah, they will get will over happen. it. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. But anyway, um, I'm semi excited. I've been listening to the radio, and it's like. Flooded with Aaliyah's music. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Timbaland was on the radio the other night, and I was like, oh, my God, just to hear Tim just talking, number one, and number yeah. two, about being in the studio with Aaliyah, him, and Missy, and just different things. I hate that her name is being tainted along with some R. Kelly stuff, but well, I mean, that's, at least her music is, yeah. you know, living on and everybody's getting a chance to see it and sample it and just go, well, I don't know if they're going to prove in the sampling, but still the younger generation is able to see it. They may have seen it here and there in some songs or videos, um, but they're able to experience her entire catalog and it's like, oh, I listen to like eight songs back to back. You know how I feel about Aaliyah. Yeah. I like I like Aaliyah. I really do. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good to have Aaliyah back. You know, in the streaming platform, just like it's good that for the hip hop heads we got Dayla that was able to uh, get the rights to their masters back from Tommy Boy, which was funny. Yeah, to Tommy say the Boy least. Records. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. But yeah, just uh, just to be able to actually listen to that stuff and be able to have a lot of the album streamed because I used to have to, 
I had a good copy of majority of Daylight stuff, and then whenever the in CDs, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when uh, when the, when most of my CDs ended up disappearing, I was like, oh man, no, I could well. That's off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I can't find these Daylight CDs. I don't know what else I'm going to... And again, because they didn't have the rights to them, so and Tom Boy wasn't releasing them on streaming platforms, so it was just yeah. like, I was out of it. So the only alternative was trying to find it on YouTube or, God forbid, try to go to a, a, a download, download site to try to find it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I was... <laughs> Sitting back and thinking of some throwbacks since you were talking about Ali and I'm talking about Daylight, but I, you know how we went back way back in season one, how we were talking about some of the throwback stuff that kids wouldn't have to deal with. But like downloading music? Yeah, like line, yeah, having to go to LimeWire or Napster. Man, Napster. Listen, <laughs> the Napster episode on The Simpsons when they were, um, as soon as you hit www because you had to put www back in the day and then you hit napster.com and then it was like you stay on that site more than 30 seconds FBI coming (laughs) I'm like man I was so afraid to go to damn napster (laughs) you're on my dial up (laughs) yeah that's something that kids would would never know how to how to deal with that damn dial up that can't sneak on it in the middle of the night. Nope. Wake the whole house up. Or the worst thing, you done sat there, you trying to get a movie for hours, <laughs> or even a song for hours. And the phone. Right? And someone <laughs> pick up the phone or the phone ring. Disconnected. <laughs> and now you done lost everything. Hilarious. Yeah. God dang on floppy disk. Yeah, they don't know what they what they not missing. <laughs> they do not know. <laughs> Yeah, with the floppy disk and the big ones and the little ones. Yeah, <laughs> having to play um, not Sim City. Uh, did y'all play Sticky Bears building? Sticky Bears, not, uh, not Sticky Bears. That's uh, not like some porn shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was uh, I think it was, I think it was the either Sticky Bears or something Bears, and you know, like how had they had Sim City, it was like, but. It was more slated more towards kids during that time. But you do know we're not that far apart in age. I know that. So That's why I have I'm no asking. idea what you're talking about. That's why I asked if you knew what I was talking about. Besides, no. I mean, it was that. It was either you played Daddy, play Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a TV show now. I can't even watch it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Or where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Or where in time is Carmen San Diego? They redid that. Oh, that show too. I can't watch it. It's disrespectful. I'm waiting <laughs> on them to redo Captain Planet. But that's a difference. So look, we just so we just here to say hello. And we coming back. We will we back today. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the nineties, eighties, seventies cartoons later. <laughs> deep, deep down into the season. But um. yeah. So what is going on with you? We haven't really caught up this summer um, like we would any other time. Yeah. Because, you know, life. I've been up since 1230 this morning. You're a trooper. Here it is, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's going to be crashing. Nah, I haven't. Um, yeah, my sleep schedule has not been the best, especially with uh uh-huh. 
I don't know about you, but when it comes to me, and it seems like it's just been happening lately, and I think it may just be with long drives, but like when I made these 15-hour drives going up and then coming back down, the next day or that that night, I could not fall asleep. Uh, and then it would be difficult for me. And then once I fell asleep, I only get like a couple hours. Like when I finally got back home and some quote unquote call myself resting to get ready for work the next day, I may have had maybe three hours. Anxiety. Then and then four hours the next day. So I think I work, I think I survived off of seven hours sleep within the last within those past three days. Oh, that's nothing. I ain't done this as military. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I have years and hours of HBCU education slash <laughs> drinking and partying. Allegedly under my belt. You're not going to defame my character or my name, sir. <laughs> Hell wrong with you. So listen, this COVID stuff, mm-hmm. this go around, I don't know if anyone has experience anyone that has um, gotten it or passed away from it in the year of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, I know several people who have passed away this year. Along with it, two of them in the last month. Oh, wow. One under the age of 30. Mm. And her, her parents actually found her deceased. And it's uh, it's sad that we're having to push pause on our life for so long. It seems like COVID has been going on (laughs) a lot longer than what it has. Hadn't even been documented two years. No. Just yet. Um, But anyway, I just want to remind people to, even if you do not feel like it is necessary for you to get the vaccine to at least respect others' body as you would I'm not going to say yourself but a close person to you. If you feel like you don't need the vaccine or you have a certain religious belief about it or some type of reservation behind it, then don't do it, but at least still be cautious. Wear your mask around those who do have the vaccine because they took it upon themselves to secure themselves as much as possible as well as look out for those who are not vaccinated. So if they did that much for you, you can do that much for them. Um, and I bring that up to say I am not vaccinated. I am going to get vaccinated. Um, I've been a strong opposer of the vaccine because of a how fast they threw it together all of this research that supposedly has gone into it all this money and funding and blah 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 that has gone into it but we have been doing cancer research drug research and money has been going towards breast cancer, cervical cancer, childhood cancer for years and years and years. Right. And the research has only recently in the last few years made a dent 
into actually curing and keeping people in remission from cancer. Um, but they supposedly got a suppressant for this. And I know it's going to get better right. as the uh, the time comes, like it did with eradicating the chicken pox and the measles uh, and the mumps, supposedly. Supposedly polio and all that. Yeah. yeah, but you know, if it does come, it's mild cases. Maybe 100 people a year, which is very mild considering the population in the world. True. So, or the countries that do vac- um, vaccinate. But anyway, Long story short, without being, you know, sad and all this other stuff. If you want to get vaccinated, please do. Those of you who are vaccinated, don't rub it into people's faces if they will feel a certain way. Because, like, again, I'm a strong opposer. One of my friends is vaccinated. Well, I'm sorry. A couple of my friends are vaccinated and there are a couple that are not. And I have always been, like I said, on that line. I'm like, I'm not I'll be the last person to get it. Somebody else say, well, you're going to be behind me because, you know, I ain't getting it. Yeah. So, but now they've changed their mind. <laughs> and now they've gotten it. Yeah, it's it's been a difficult road just to deal with this because, yeah, like you said, there's a seems like it's a mini internet civil war between the vaccinated and and those that are that are opposing it but yeah i'm on the same road as you like i had my um remissions about wanting to get vaccinated um just because like again just like you said the information that was out there and mm-hmm. um just my own pre just my own personal reservations but as time goes along and we see things happening and especially with that new variant out there I am going to get vaccinated as well, just to, as a precaution. Yeah. And even if, and again, it's not just for me because at the time, you know, I'm staying with my parents. So got to look out for them. I don't want anything to happen to them. Um, my daughter and other family members. And again, just, I can see the way that the world is going to change mm-hmm. and see where things are heading. And yeah, you, you probably will not be able to do much, if not anything at all. If we get in, if you do not get vaccinated, which kind of <laughs> goes back into the free will conversation. Don't have much of that left now. No. And um, my friends who I was talking to today, her and her husband, they went to New Orleans for their anniversary. Mm-hmm. And she said that that Friday or Saturday that they were there, um, was the last weekend that you can go up and down the strips and the bars because now you have to show either a negative test or your vaccine, your vaccine card. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah because that was one of the biggest things I heard with my with my current job because yeah, the, you know they have to keep everything in line with CDC and mm-hmm. um, yeah, they let the news out. That's first thing I heard directly from them before hearing it from anywhere else that um, Louisiana had to putting the mass mandate back into place so yeah a lot of these people a lot of these places and cities are taking things a lot more serious now and like I said because they losing money oh yeah or it's hitting them in the pocket the only thing that I don't understand is how they're going to be able to <laughs> enforce that come Mardi Gras and I'm even not talking about New Orleans I'm talking about here right how they're going to be able to enforce that Unless they, you know, make sure all the Mardi Gras crews have it. But then, you know, that's down the line. Yeah, well, now that you brought it up, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Like, 
they would they would have to have checkpoints. Yeah. Before you even got close and I mean they even think of it think about it. But yeah, they would have to have a lot of a lot of different checkpoints because there's so many ways to get to the routes. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bigger, bigger thing to think to try and think about. Yeah, try to wrap our heads around it, which uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen tonight. Yeah, um, Jesse Jackson and his wife are uh, both um, hospitalized. They both have COVID. He's seventy nine, and she's seventy seven. Oh, jeez. Uh, prayers up to them and their family. Mm-hmm. Man, that's how oh, you done made it all somber with all this COVID talk. Hey, guess what? Okay. <laughs> so I might be late to the game. I might not be. Okay, so you know how like watching TV shows that have more than two seasons, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all who just got into Manifest because it hit Netflix, mm-hmm. but I was I was in the Manifest gang. First premiere, the pilot and everything. First season, great. Second season, <laughs> I can't get it out of my mouth. Second season was, <laughs> I'm like, okay, y'all losing me. And then I stopped watching after like the third episode. I started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hear me out. Okay. I started watching it about two years ago. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Well, it's been out a little bit longer than that. It's been yeah. out a, a lot longer yeah. than that. Um, so I started watching it about two years ago mm-hmm. and I put it on my list and then I was like, oh, I watched like the first three episodes. After the first two episodes, if you count, if you don't hook me, I'm gone. Okay. It's like the first five pages in a book. I'm gone. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch it. But I started watching at speed and a half because they was just going too slow for me. Speed in the court. Right. So um, I'm hooked. I'm on like season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Asian Sushi. I watched, I, I was constantly watching it, I think, up until season four. And then I kind of fell off. And I've been like, I've go back to it here and there. But yeah, that was one of those early Marvel shows that I just, when it first came out, I didn't really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like I knew about it and I watched here and there, but then once it got on Netflix, I was like, all right, gotcha. I started binging in and then like I said, I got into it and then I stayed active with it until season four came out. Then I kind of fell off and then everything else kind of hit my radar. But um, speaking of shows though, the one I dun, do dun, need to get dun. into um, that everyone's talking about, I guess the um, Raising Canaan, the new Power series. Listen, after Ghost <laughs> died, Tommy bitched up. Tasha got locked up, but they left the Empire to whining ass to read. <laughs> oh, Power Empire. <laughs> I haven't watched it. And you know, I love me some Method Man. I can't even better watch. Ooh, I love me some Method Man. So you didn't watch it when, um... I have not watched it. Okay. After Ghost film, <laughs> I have not watched it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get into, I gotta get back into Raising Cat, but... No. no, but from what... Fuck I'm... Kane, he killed his own son. <laughs> That's true. But 
yeah, I mean, this one has been been getting more respect than even like the early seasons of of uh, Power, which the first two I, I admit were the probably the best best two out of out of the entire series so far. I'm not gonna sit here next to you and you tell me bull crap like this. What you mean? Nothing, sir. <laughs> Nothing at all. Anyways, um, did you catch the locks versus dipset versus? You know, I had to hear a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had to hear a kiss. (laughs) I did. I only caught a few moments of it because, you know, I be booked and busy, boo. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? It was decent. I was surprised. Um, (laughs) <laughs> the outfits were oh <laughs> to say the least but you know I'm only I'm not gonna lie I have my picks and my favorites so you know I'm only here for a little bit but I'm here for a long time <laughs> and I, I saw Jada kiss so I was good yeah I just like what the locks did as far as representing hip hop they were like okay y'all have these Y'all have this style, but where's the lyrics? Well, yeah. Where's the, you know, where's the showmanship? Where's the presentation? Like, and I get it that, you know, a lot of the verses in the past, you know, people just went ahead and played their song and they may have rapped over their song. But I love the fact that, yeah, Locks came there to play. Yeah. They, they, were, with, they were with all the shits and I loved it because, again, you could just tell from the way that they were on that stage that, yeah, they were ready to put on the show. I mean, they have a a, a great stage presence. I did not watch. Like I said, I only watched a little bit of it, and I saw what I saw, and I <laughs> left. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, I, that was, yeah, that was just one of the best things I loved during while I was, or we took the break, was, yeah, just getting into seeing a lot get into their hip-hop bag and spending time with family and everything else, you know, it was just something great, but I will say that uh, I did miss our bi-weekly conversations and and giving the people what they what they would like to hear. Who do that? Why don't do that? Who don't do that? We do that. I digress. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I missed it too. Um, our next hiatus won't be that long. I know y'all missed this. Um, I fell off of social media presence. I, I and I do apologize. You know, the grieving process is um, is new to me uh-huh. on this caliber. Um, I have lost people that are close to me, friend wise, relatives. But when you lose a parent, yeah, it's it's different. So my, you know, I don't fuck with social media no way. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all bitches in my business. Um, Twitter, Twitterverse is definitely my wheelhouse. Right. Everybody else, I kind of, I know what I know, and I feel comfortable. Right. So, um. I fell off and I do apologize to the the listeners and the followers, the well, newcomers and the Yeah, but I mean I think I think they will understand that, you know, especially when it comes to certain things like 
like we've always stressed on this show that, you know, mental health is, is key. And if, you know, you needed to take that break for that, then, yeah, I think people will Definitely. understand. I will. I don't care what they thought. <laughs> <laughs> I really did care what they thought. You know, I'm, I'm just saying, because I know a lot of people probably coming in several episodes in, yeah. and this is the second season. So it is something that has to be said in order to heal, yeah. as well as to bring your listeners closer. Yeah. Um, the, the losing of a, a parent, especially somebody as... Um, prominent and um, active in my life right? as my dad yeah. was and you know it's um, it's, it's almost a year oh, yeah. so it's like crossing a milestone threshold so yeah. to speak is not a it's not a happy milestone yeah because of course you are celebrating his life and then his birthday and his death, uh, like forty eight hours apart. Right. So it's like you have to be willing to accept certain things when it comes to um, grieving, like the. It's almost like a manic depressive, uh, where you have periods of you're up. You're active, you're happy, you get things done, no problem. And then you have periods of, well, I'm just going to do the bare minimum yeah. to get things done. But luckily, my kids and my mom there, they kind of keep me on my toes to where I can make it through. But yeah. I appreciate y'all for, you know, bearing with me. And yes, mental health is... Um, it's much needed. Yes. I told my supervisor the other day, I said, hey. He said, what can I do for you? I said, uh, prove that time <laughs> for yourself. Because I'm going <laughs> to take it anyway. <laughs> Just remind yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like we're in a hamster wheel almost. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about it, but we have to get it into the... We have to get it into the open of checking on each other. Even though you can call, hey, man, you all right? How yeah. you doing? What's, what's going on? Sometimes you don't want to feel like you're prying. Yeah. But I'm the type of friend, I'm going to pry. I'm going to be comfortable with making you uncomfortable to make you comfortable to know that you're able to come to me. I got you, I think. I'm going to make you uncomfortable enough to make you seem like, well, damn, maybe this person genuinely cares Okay, got to you, got make you. you comfortable enough yeah. to, to come to me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, I mean, I'm your therapist. What, what was that? The Peanuts game where she was the therapist for five cents. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm going to give you a discount. Give, give me two cents. Two cents? Two cents a minute. Miss Cleo, call me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ass. I know it. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I can completely understand that. And, you know, when it comes to certain things, like uh, a battle I've been having for a minute is just trying to learn to deal with uh, 
being there for people. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing uh, for me, I, anyone that knows me knows that I will be, if if I consider you a friend, if I consider you someone that I know, someone that I trust, I will be with you for the end, no matter what. I'll be there to listen to you, to go through your struggles, to support you. But at the same token, I have to be able to know my boundaries with that as well, because as much as I may want to help people, they got to be able to help themselves. And that's one of the biggest things I had to tackle during this uh, during this break was just cutting. I won't say cutting people off, but setting my boundaries with people as far as. Okay, if you, if I want to be there to help you as much as I can, but I'm not going to overexert myself when I see that you're not putting in the same amount of energy to help yourself. Of course. I was talking to uh, K-Dub the other day, and she was like, she was like, yeah, you did say this was your year of the no. I said, yeah, this is my year of the no. And she was like, I gave her a situation. She was like, damn. She was like, we need to work on your delivery of your no. <laughs> she was like, that no comes off. It's like, no, and I don't give a fuck how you figure it out. <laughs> and I said, that's exactly how I want to come off. And it's not to hurt anybody's feelings. This is, and it's not a no the first time. Like, if you ask me to do something, I'm like, mm, no. Or if you say something and Anybody who knows you know is like different levels to your know. Yeah. And it's like, okay, are you interested? Nah, maybe, you know. It's not like somebody's asking you to try kombucha or bubble tea. You're like, <laughs> what is that? Okay, I tried a little bit. No, hell right. no. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you gonna try battery acid? <laughs> so don't ask me to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to, you're putting people in their categories, you're putting people in their lane. They have to either get on the same page as you, or they're no longer affiliated with you. Yeah. And I'm okay with losing people. My circle is very small. And I like it like that. I like living in my little bubble that I call my home. Um, I can count physically how many people know where I live. And I like it. Yeah. I like living on the outskirts because you can't pop up. You just can't. You have no reason <laughs> to be on this side of the city. None. None. Gotcha. Is not a gateway to the other side. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's nothing. Yeah. It's things here. People who live on this side of town, we appreciate our little things that we have over here. Yeah. But it's not like the epicenter of the city. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming that way. Oh, such and such live over here. I'm going to ride down that street. Nope. Dead end. <laughs> you have no reason to even get lost, make the wrong turn. And I love it. I do. And I've realized that I've always lived on a dead end street. Yeah, well. Always. As long as I know you here, yes. 
Always. Okay. I hear you. Always. But anyway, we go we going off trend. <laughs> Shut up, Dorian. Yeah, we, we went off trend. But yeah. The summer was good. I did not go to one beach this summer. I was so happy. I wanted to. I won't say no, I, I won't say I did want to go to the beach. I did have plans to take my daughters to Oa. Mm. Because one, I've never you read that no, didn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, <Germs. laughs> that's all I saw. <laughs> but I, again, that was something because I had in my mind from the time that I went to go pick them up, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, okay, one thing led to another. Plans got, got adjusted. Plans got adjusted, so I wasn't able to do it. But just to be able to spend time with them before. You know, mm-hmm. I had to take the oldest one back and the youngest one started school. It was good, but like I said, just that that 17-year-old is just... Bust her head. Burn it back. Hey, y'all the fucking manual. You ain't got no number. Use it. Shit. Bust their head. Take they shit. If you take their phone from them, you ain't even got to take their phone from them. Just give them a phone that they don't want and you use their phone. Maybe all right. My brother-in-law, he he won. He brought a jail for my niece and my nephew's phone a long time ago. I don't know where he got the jail from. Mm-hmm. It was an actual jail sale that he sat on the kitchen counter. <laughs> And he tormented them. He let their phone ring. They heard all kinds of notifications going off. He he turned my nephew's phone off and changed his number. He didn't even have the number. Mm. <laughs> That's ruthless there. So, That's ruthless there. Oh, man. Yeah, I couldn't. He ain't had no more trouble out of neither one of them. No, I bet. Yeah, it's just trying to find alternatives because. I was getting close to that point where I wanted to just, mm, but I pulled back. But yeah, I think it may come to that point. And I told, I told her mother, I was like, "Look, if it gets to that point, I got your back. I ain't gonna say nothing." I um don't regulate none of this conversation. <laughs> this is merely he say, hearsay. What's it called in the legal system? Hearsay. Hearsay is speculation. <laughs> Possession is nine-tenths of the law, and I do not possess this conversation. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Hell with y'all. Anywho, I'm looking for another dog. Really? I want to name him Little Dude. <laughs> hear okay, me, hear me backstory. Out. I saw a porcupine. <laughs> and the porcupine name was Little Dude. <laughs> so, okay. They had the porcupine on the leash walking him. <laughs> Where was this? And I promise I was sober. <laughs> oh, was this in was our some... city or was this on TV? This was on that uh that other state down there. Okay. <laughs> It was on TV, and it, I told you I've been up since 12.30 yeah. a.m., Yeah, and 
It's not a lot of shit that's on TV. No. Not not at that hour, no. At 3.30 in the morning. No. But I saw a porcupine named Lil Dude on a leash. <laughs> they were walking him around the zoo. And I want a dog. So I can name him Lil Dude. He be big as shit. He be a great day. <laughs> name him Lil Dude. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I'm sober-ish right now. Uh, I don't know. Where this conversation starting to go? I'm starting to question it. But no, I, I can I can understand that because my daughter wants to get a dog real bad. But that probably won't happen until yeah I get a she house. She got or two something. she can play with right here. Drop her ass off. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So me and K Dub were having a conversation, and mm-hmm. I called her out the blue. I was working. You know how you have some random thoughts. That's so I'm finna make sure he you, you forget who you're talking to, right? Look, I know I have random <laughs> thoughts. I, I look, you answer the phone, you don't know if you're gonna get a hello, a question, a blast with a, call, a conversation like we've been having it forever. Anywho, people who name their children names that they should not be as a newborn, hear me out, just wait. Okay. And then you. Then they grow up. It's like names that they have to grow into. Like, how do you name your newborn baby Helen? (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a name that you should have as a newborn. It's like a name you pick up when you about 29. Not even 29. That's like a Helen is, as soon as I hear the name Helen, I'm thinking, girl, I in the It's late 40s, early 50s. And this is no disrespect to anybody with these names. I'm just saying, like, how do you, okay, Agnes. Right. Even better, black folks. Yes, y'all, black people. Ezekiel. No, I like Ezekiel. How you name your child? Cletus. Willie. And that's <laughs> it. That's it. Willie. Yeah. I have a cousin named Willie. I know a couple guys. That's yeah, it. Named like, Willie, yeah. It ain't William. Nope. It ain't Will. And Willie is just a name that you had when you were a child. How you look at your newborn baby and say, Willie, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 we'll call you Willie. Like, we just ran out of names. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, that's no different than how we used to get on people who named their daughters Alexis. Okay. Or... So, but that's a name. You can look at a baby and say, oh, you're cute, Alexis. You cannot look at an 80-year-old and call her Alexis. She has outgrown that name. <laughs> that's just like when you got a newborn baby and your baby, I won't even use Mary as a name. Mary, you know, it, it's a it's an even feeling yeah. on the name. But how you look at your baby and say... Let's see. Estelle. No. Carol. <laughs> As a newborn. I'm yeah. going to name my baby Carol. Okay, now this child has a lot of pressure on their shoulder. As a newborn, you have to hurry up and grow up <laughs> to your name. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't be Carol until you reach at least somewhere in your 30s. 39. Yeah. <laughs> we don't say 39. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, even with some of those, I mean, you have to, if I'm looking at it from the outside, a lot of people will pick those names because of a family member that means a lot to them. Like, I get it. Like, my middle name, Emmanuel. That's an even playing field now because you know old ass men, Mr. Emmanuel, yeah. mean ass around the corner, <laughs> got a house full of cats. You know him or you know Emmanuel went to school with. You know what I'm saying? That's an even field name. Yeah. Emmanuel, David, John, Mark, biblical names. They, you know, <clears throat> then you have other names like Sebastian. That's an even playing field. Brandon. Yeah. Christopher. Yeah. Nathaniel. That baby got a lot. Nathaniel. I love Nathaniel. Nathaniel. But he has a lot of pressure on his shoulder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess. How you look at your newborn son and say, Ulysses. Yeah, that's a lot to live up to. That's a lot to live <laughs> up to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a lot of pressure. And I never realized how much pressure of naming a child was until that day that I was sitting down. And I should have been focused on something else. And I had to have the conversation with somebody because Alexa wasn't having it. She, wasn't. <laughs> she was like, I do not understand. <laughs> and I asked her again, did that answer your question? And I'm like, yes, bitch, ain't playing fair. So, but yeah. So I put this pressure on these babies. Like, you named your baby, say, Brianna or Amber or something cute as a baby. Mm-hmm. And she 80 years old, still got this perky ass name, which is nothing wrong with it. Right. But she has outgrown her name or he has outgrown his name. That's a lot of pressure. Those are the things that I think about when I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to hit you with a question though. Agnes, go ahead. All right. Oh, hell. So, you know how they say we live on borrowed time, right? Okay. But if we live on borrowed time, how do we pay it back? Jesus paid it all. (laughs) I know, I know, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was just one. That was a bad dad joke. (laughs) <laughs> you need to stop your shit. I'm sorry. It was just one of those things I seen. I had to sit, had to sit back and think about it. Like, uh, is that your question? You said you had to ask me. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> you had me thinking. You had some real shit. I'm like, hey, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nah. I got questions. I gotta ask. Nah, nah, nothing real. <sighs> but I hate you. What? I do have a park bench. I know. When I know we're 46 minutes in, but I do have a park bench. I, I, I do have to get this one off my chest. I'm happy you said that because I've been looking at my phone trying to figure out why the hell I keep picking up my phone, but I keep forgetting I sent you something that I wanted to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with me traveling and doing everything during this summer and, of course, traveling with the military. For anyone that travels in Mobile, you know, we have the Wallace and the Bankhead tunnels. Allegedly. 
There ain't no alleged behind this shit. We have the bottleneck and the anus. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Which gets to my point. Don't act, please do not ask that question. I'm not going to ask it. Okay. But, no, but it goes in line with exactly my part there. It's like, as long as I've lived in, as long as I've lived in this city, I do not understand why when people normally commute through these, both of these tunnels. But for some reason, it seems like as soon as they hit these tunnels, well, I don't even know. The Bankhead is a lot better than the Wallace. Wallace, it seems like as soon as they hit the middle of it, all common sense goes out the window. All normal driving rules go out the window. You have to assume that these com- people start get- with this. <laughs> That's a lot to ask for, too. But still, I just don't get it. Like, you slow down. Why? What in the... As long... And I trust me, I've done research on this. In all the years that the Wallace Tunnel has been open... Besides big hurricanes, maybe shutting it down, there's been no breaks. There's been no flooding that would, you know, inside flooding that would cause any people to be. Exactly. My point exactly. So, why are people slowing the hell down when they get to the tunnel? Why? Some people don't realize that that bitch is not going to close down on them. How can you not? You drive through it. Most people commute through that tunnel every single day. It takes. it says it's supposed to take you from the in, from the exit of the tunnel to was that Jefferson Fredericks Boulevard eight minutes. That's some lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's some lies. But um, I don't know. I don't. And for eight years, I commuted through that tunnel on a daily, right, morning, afternoon. Six days right. a week. Um, and it's an issue that's something you have to bring up at the next town hall meeting when they're <laughs> talking about the new bridge. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to. Yeah, it's something I've been trying to wrap my head around. It's like, like I said, I didn't really realize it and notice it as much until I took a trip for the military and we had to go. It was one of those things where we went back and forth and it was like, during the rush hour time, I don't get it. You would think that everyone would want to be moving to deal with it, but it seems like during those peak hours, people lose their damn mind. And again, people just slow down through that tunnel, hit the brake lights, everything else, and it's just like, you again, most people have to make this commute. Why slow down? And then it sometimes be so backed up, you're like, I wonder if there's a big accident. I wonder if someone's hurt. Then you get there. Oh, no, people just drive us slow through the tunnel. Again, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just something that I got tired of. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. And again, maybe it's because I grew up in, in New York and we had to go through a lot of tunnels. We had the Holland Tunnel that you had to go through to get to New Jersey and all this and the Lincoln Tunnel and all. But still, you go through those tunnels, people are doing you, the speed limit, if not more, getting through those tunnels. And those are longer than the Wallace Tunnel. They have... Um 
Are they above water or below water? Both of them are below water. I don't know. I've never driven through either one. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. If any of our listeners have the answer to this question, please let me know. Because I, I I do, as is, as Miss MVP would say, make it make sense. <laughs> that shit's been hard this year. <laughs> make it make sense. Make it make man. sense. It's been hard. It's been like, whoo, Jesus. Anyway, any new music this summer that you've been listening to? Look, I don't have any new music that I've been listening to this summer. Of course, people have been dropping things here and there. You yeah. know, the summer ain't been that hot. It ain't been no hot girl summer. No, it hot boy summer. It's just been, yeah, it's been regular. Well, I know we talked about it before on the podcast. Allegedly. But alleged, you do, you, alleged can, do you have receipts? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, um, what did you think of uh, Silksonic's second single, Skate? I'm going to sue them. I figured you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you would say that because as soon as, that, as soon as that song came out, I was like, I wonder if they heard our conversation. I'm going to sue them. <laughs> now, how about that? <laughs> But no, it's it's a good song. Um, Boosie Collins is doing great things with that band. He named them. He also is on a couple of their um, songs. I've liked um, Bruno as a pop crossover. Right. I liked him as well. Anderson, he's, he does that man with the pen. is phenomenal. I am a, a, no, a fan. drums, too. Yeah. He, he, he's great with drums and that was something that I was unaware of until um, real recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but to put him it seemed like all my, 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 my artists that I like it's like you can't put them against anybody. Like, you already know who my number one band is. So, you can probably put them against me. Okay, so New Edition maybe against me. That's a different animal. We're not <laughs> going there. My Stokely, I love you, baby. Stokely Williams, you forever in my heart. But, you know, it's a, to me, mm-hmm. it's different when you think about Anderson. Yeah. Anderson is. When you think of a movie role for someone who's very versatile, you think of Denzel Washington. He's played the good guy. He's played the bad guy. He's played the the uh, deceptive guy. Deceptive guy. He's played all kinds of roles. Yeah. You think of Samuel Jackson. Ooh. People who understand the assignment, you don't have to tell them nothing else. Yeah. That's how I think of Anderson when he does his music. When he has a vision, it's like tunnel vision. It's almost like listening to Raphael Wiggins. I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm Mr. D. (laughs) Um, When he's thinking and he's writing, he's he's being a producer and a 
and an artist or Babyface or Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like you have, or for real, you have this this great ear for certain things. Yeah. And you hear it and you're like, yep, that's it right there. And we, it's like a signature that he puts on these songs that can't and probably won't be duplicated for years. No. I can't put him in the category with Prince, but he's definitely in the league zone. Yes. But I want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> with a straight face, damn it. Yeah. What was the first concert you ever went to? Ooh. Um, first concert I ever went to uh, was in Central Park. I didn't say where. Um, it was a hip hop festival. No, it wasn't a concert. It was a festival. But regardless, I. I How old were you? Fourteen. Uh, no. Ten. No. Um. Nah, Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. Oh, okay. Hmm. Huh. My first concert, I was eight. Okay. And I don't think my daddy knew what he was saying. <laughs> no, we're not talking about one of these uh gospel concerts, are we? That that I mean, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, those are rough. <laughs> no, it was actually um a guy concert. Like yeah. we're talking Aaron Hall. Aaron Hall, Teddy, that guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm At eight years old. I'll bet my dad knew. Uh, no. We were at um we were in Texas. And he um he took me and I've been corrupted ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Rest in peace, pops. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think he realized what he was taking me to was um I wanna say it was right outside the Astrodome or the Astro something. I don't know. That's been many moons ago. I can't remember the exact place. But yeah. I can remember just about every concert that I've been to. I remember I remember my first amateur concert. <laughs> wow. I went to a lot of them. A lot of them. A lot. Should I say my condolences? A lot. <laughs> and what you say? <laughs> let's, let's get this accurate. I don't care what you say. Immature concerts. Wow. My very first one that I went, amateur concert that I went to was at Texas Street Radio. Did you even go to an IMX concert? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, we we, we got to talk off mic if you went to an IMX concert. No. No. I was gone by then. <laughs> Trying to see who else. So oh, the hip hop festival is the only thing? Yeah. That, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that's the only concert I've one the only concert I've ever been to comedy shows yes been to plenty but wow. um I I do uh miss that I had the opportunity to go to um the Jay-Z concert when he was getting ready to retire and on the blackout end 
Oh yeah, you had um opportunity to go to the Roots concert too, but we ain't gonna bring that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We ain't gonna bring that's a source of I gonna bring that one up. <laughs> Just know that I was a good guy in this story. He was the villain. Yeah. <laughs> he was an ass in that story. <laughs> yeah. Yep, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man, like I I miss going to concerts. I um, I actually bought tickets to a uh, comedy show coming up. For my nephew and I, who I think um, I'm going to s- not give him his ticket because hmm. he's been mean to me. <laughs> I love my nephew, but I choke him. What comedy show? Um, Fluffy. Oh, um, Gabriel. Fluffy. Okay. Yes, Gabriel. He glass eyes. Yes. Um. Yes, so, but yeah, concerts are trying to make its way back, and I say that to say February 2022 is when New Edition uh, takes up their residency in Las Vegas, and y'all will see me, so try. My bad, okay, you will be there. Hello. My bad. I already told them helpers, if y'all go on with me, it's going to be February or March or February and March. It just depends on. They say as long as it's not May or June because it's going to be hot in Vegas. I don't give a shit. The concert is inside. <laughs> but what about when we got to go outside? Go out when the sun go out. I mean, what the fuck you want me to tell you? And I know y'all are listening. You help us know who you are. <laughs> So get in place. All of those that say, I get sick when it's hot. You know who you are. <laughs> Start drinking your water now. <laughs> wow. I will be there. Shots fired. To see Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny. <laughs> Why do you say poor Ralph like that? Because I'm not. He died. Shit. He died. He was the main one singing for yeah, I, Okay, show subject I get. I'm going to be there for I'm the ones off. I'm there for. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Shit. I get it. Hmm. His daughter just actually got married, too. Aw. Damn, that's special. And he did not look good in that picture that I saw. Oh, I think he'll be all right. No, he didn't look healthy. Oh, okay. Then my bad. But it could have just been a bad angle. I'm talking about Bobby. For those who don't know, we're on a first name basis. Oh, uh. <laughs> can't what y'all say. Y'all can talk about Bobby all y'all want to. I'll give shit. Bobby can't do no wrong in my eyes. That's how a lot of people feel about Mr. Kelly. I'm sorry. Listen, I got a lot to say about Robert Kelly. Okay. <laughs> Robert Kelly is a evil man for the shit that he did to these little girls and the boys I heard um but R that's a different man that man is a hell of a man behind that uh, producer and writer and artist slash singer um but you can leave R alone R Kelly you can't fuck with him Robert oh y'all can tear him up <laughs> Yeah, what y'all say? Say the son. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do to him. But R. Kelly, leave him the hell alone. Even though some of the, when you look back and think about some of the lyrics of some of those songs, 
some of those lyrics to some of those songs were um were um parental advisory. So if you let your children listen to them, that's your fault. If you let your child listen to that music that that, that man that R. Kelly made, and y'all let your child leave with Robert, it's your fault. Should have had R. Kelly in the contract and not Robert Kelly. It's your fault. Know the man, know the beats. Okay. That's my opinion. I see what I see. So you split the two apart, I guess. I guess how you see that is the same way how I see Bill. Bill who? Cosby. Like, I respect the Cosby show. I respect everything he's done as far as that in a different world. But, yeah, I just... Even a stand-up to some degree. But, yeah, I just... I can pull myself uh, apart from that because I do respect the legacy. But yeah, yeah, the stuff that he's been accused of and 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 went to trial uh, for. He's been released. Yeah, yes. But still, I mean, it's it's still out there. But ain't no proof. It's merely hearsay. Ain't no receipts. May not be receipts, but it, it's all fiction. Why you wait till this man eight or eight years old to say something? That could come. That's a loaded question. Cause the money ran out. Well, That's why some of these folks on our killer ass. Yeah, I mean, either the money ran out, or you know, I mean, there could be some. They could still have been dealing with trauma, and finally took them long enough to say something about it. I'm just saying, that's just a point of view. I'm not saying he 88 years old. Right. You still got trauma. It's something you ain't doing to heal you. Cause he wasn't in the spotlight. He was living his best life with Camille. Camille. And Hannibal was butthurt, said something about it, and lit a fire. Trauma. I uh, <laughs> I digress. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I think that just about does it for us. You got any uh, any tips for the people <laughs> for the beginning of season two? Don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> Not even if you want to try it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Just so y'all know, I am sober. Anyway, um, no, I don't have any tips, you know. Like I said, the strong survive. If you want to get tested, get tested. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, look out for others. Wear your mask. Keep your hand sanitizer. You know, same thing. Wash your hands. Back, back, back your ass. Back. I never understand why somebody in line want to stand so close to you even before COVID. Oh, my God. That shit's annoying. Back your ass up. Woo. That's the impatientness showing within them. I don't know. Well, for some people, it's impatient. Some people just don't know the, um, you know, the gifts, people there, you know, space. If you're standing so close to me, 
that I can A, feel you breathe, hear you breathe. Uh Two, feel your body heat come off of you (laughs) pre-COVID. And three, if I was to just move my elbow back a little bit and I brush against you and you are startled, bitch, you too close. You are way too close. You military even give you a further feed than that shit. Arms lift apart. Yep. If I can touch you with the tip of my ring finger, my middle finger, you're too close. Too close. Yeah. Give me two more of them. I don't know why people, you know, like I said, I think a lot of them, people, when it comes to lines like that, they get impatient. So they think that standing closer will get them a little bit closer to getting out of there. But yeah, I don't get it. I have no idea. That's why I don't go in stores. I don't. I know. I had a big ass box that was delivered to my door recently. And I was very embarrassed. Why were you embarrassed? Because it was full of clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Clothes and shoes. From one store. Hey. Get it how you get it. I know, shoot, for a school rush, I was bouncing all over the place trying to get school uniforms together. Nope. I have not stepped in one store to buy one <laughs> uniform. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have. I went into a local store because I had to get a special plaid pattern. But that's it. That's it. I got you. Your tip of the day. <laughs> Use restraints. Take it how you want to. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Take it how you want to, or give it how you want to. Use the straight. <laughs> Read between the lines, people. <laughs> for the good and for the bad. At least this is what one of my managers ended our meeting on. She said, "At least you don't have ants in your toilet bowl." I said, "What?" what? <laughs> I said, "Come back again." Okay. At least you don't have ants in your toilet bowl. And to clarify, she does not have ants in her toilet bowl. <laughs> but shit could be worse. <laughs> That's true. Use restraints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, yeah. That will do it for us, beautiful people. Um, beautiful people. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And we have a lot of big things in store for season two. So please continue. Please continue to support. Remember all the socials. Facebook. Yeah. Convos in the park. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Convos in the park. You insta (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Twitterverse is Convos in the park. Man, listen. It's a Hey, Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you had something to say about that. I was about to say something. Me and somebody was going back and forth on Twitter about R. Kelly, but, you know. (laughs) No, I'm not even going to put them on blast like that. Okay. It was hilarious, though. (laughs) Sometimes I don't even know if it be my page or or the... um, 
the podcast page. I just be on Twitter. <laughs> I, I love Twitter. Hey, Twitter. <laughs> uh, and TikTok, we're there too. Combos in the park. TikTok, um, you don't stop. TikTok, <laughs> you don't stop. And as always, if you um, want to send us a question or you want to give us feedback, you can do so on social media. Um, you can also do so on YouTube by searching up Combos in the Park. Um, or you can email us at parkbitch at combosinthepark.com. <laughs> Are you okay, Miss MVP? Twitter. And I quote, the worst thing ever is taking a shower and having to shit right after. <laughs> and with that one, good people, we're going to sign off. This is Dorian. And this is Mr. <laughs> good morning, good evening, and good night. Uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>